celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Don't eat all the donuts. <laughs> Never let me get to the donuts in time. one 405 8405 Joey Villani with white powder. Yeah, I thought he was on a diet. A yeah, diet he was too, ever since donuts. Vegas. I've never heard of a diet of donuts. If, uh, <laughs> all the pictures of him in Vegas have food. food. He's jamming food in his mouth. So, oh. If you want to see those pictures, they're up at the website, by the way, at animalradio.com. Also, you can check in with any one of the Dream Team. We'll be taking your calls. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog father Joey Villani jumping up and down. Oh, I wish we had a <laughs> webcam for this. With uh, uh, No, you don't. Yeah, maybe not. No, we no. all look worse than wear, as well as animal communicator Joey Turner, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, and Susan Sims, all here for you right now. Uh, we have Connie on the phone. Hi, Connie. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I have animal communicator Joey Turner right here. How can she help you? Well, I am. I have a eleven and a half year old Sheltie, and she has been diagnosed with advanced uh, joint disease. She was born with this, and her back legs are really, really very bad. She has a hard time getting up. She slides on anything that's slippery, but she seems very alert. And I'm going to be going into senior housing, and I can take her with me. But if life is going to be different for her. And I don't know if she really, really wants to keep going or not. And, Connie, can you tell me her name, please? Rainy. How do you spell that? R-A-I-N-Y. Okay. Um, well, first of all, she's shouting to be sure that I hear her. She's going to make me cry. <laughs> I know. Um, she absolutely wants to stay with you until she just can't anymore. Do you know that you can get carts if they're having trouble with their back legs? But her front legs are bad, too. Ah, okay. All of her joints are deteriorating, and she takes medication, and it helps to a point. But she has a hard time. But she's very, very alert. She is and alert, and she's not at all feeling like she's ready to go. She's just a little bit disappointed in how her body's functioning, but she's not at all feeling like she's ready to go. Okay. So what she wants you to do is a couple of things. Anything that you can think of that can help her be with you longer, as long as it's not going to be too expensive for you. And she wants to know... What you would most want to do, knowing how things are changing in your life, if you could have anything you wanted, what would you most want for her? I want her to be with me. Okay, well, she says good, then we're on the same page of that. So she's open to whatever you can find that will help her, and she says she isn't sure how much longer she can keep going, but she does want to keep going because she just does not feel like she's ready to let go yet. Well, I was, you know, I was there when she was born, so I've been with her all her life, and she's never been on a leash. I've trained her so well, she's never had to be on a leash, but going into senior housing, she's going to have to be on a leash, but she can't walk very far, and I don't know how she's going to feel having to be walked a little bit with a leash. She says she's just going to have to work with that. 
her main priority, and I'll tell you, this is pretty much how animals see things. They'll look at their first priority. Her first priority is to be with you. Everything else falls behind that. So in her mind, if she's in pain or if she's doing things that, you know, her body's not feeling good about, that's after being with you. If she has to walk on a leash, that's after being with you. And she says the only thing she knows to tell you is let's just go, let's see how it works. And if it gets to be too much for you, she wants you to know that you have her permission to let her go. If she is too much for you, her care. No, I'll make it somehow. We wish you the best of luck. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for your call today. 1 866 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. This is Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Hey, I'm Hal Abrams. I'm Judy Francis. Over there is Lori Roberts. She doesn't have her headphones on. She doesn't know we're on the air yet. Put those headphones on. <laughs> hello, Lori. Oh, hello. Hi there. Nice to you to finally join us. Dr. Debbie is yes, here Yes, well, us. happy to be here. Actually, she's always on time. She's the first one to show up, it seems like. Even she's before early. we were here. I know. She's uh, mm-hmm. scanning the, the news and looking for the stories that uh, are important to you. Groomer Joey Villani is also here today. Animal communicator Joy Turner. Pet travel expert Susan Simmons with giveaways as well as Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. And we're available toll-free. 1-866-405-8405. Anything animal, anything goes. We hope you have your uh, your pets around the radio, too. You know, they can hear high frequencies, like the dogs can hear high frequencies. We actually have a high-frequency show going on right now that <laughs> humans can't hear, dogs can hear. So if you notice, right. your your dogs are very entertained by the radio. That's uh, <laughs> that's why. There you go. Yes, I do. Okay. The reason Vladi sounds so muffled today is uh, we've put a condom over his microphone. He wants to say anything is on his mind, you know? <laughs> you know, I think I don't think it's a condom. It is a muzzle. A muzzle. You know, you yeah, you are the good trainers too. Uh-huh. You know. <laughs> I think we should hit the phones, don't you? Uh, what do you mean? That's a cool term for let's answer some phone calls. Okay, okay, right. let's do so. See, I'm going to teach you all the cool lingo. Okay, <laughs> but hit the phone. Hit the phone. Don't okay. listen to him, Vladi. Uh, he taught me all the bad words. I you know, know. And I just he's going to yeah. tell you they're good. Women like okay. to hear these things, right, Al? <laughs> Hey, David. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Very good. Where are you today? Uh, Springfield, Ohio. Oh, okay. Never been there? I got Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard here. Uh, he can help you with any yes. any problem you have. In Ohio, it's as snowy like uh, back in Siberia. So, you know, I'm very familiar with that region because I'm from Michigan. So, we're, it's, it's, it was our neighbor. Yeah. Okay. How can I help you? What What is your problem or your dog's problem? Whatever. Well, I hear the barking in the backyard. I'm sorry? I'm hearing barking, you know, in the background. Okay. Your dog barking. Sorry, my, that was my five-year-old just came running in and told me a cartoon was falling. Um, it's kind of puppy, uh, too, you know? So the, uh, Tell me, please. Not, let's do this. Let's do question and answer. Let's start with the question in one sentence. How can I stop my dog? How can I Go stop ahead. my um but the, the reason I was I wanted to talk to you is was uh, it's not it's not like a problem that I have with my dog. It's just behavior that she does that no one's been like I've asked the vet and everybody else what why she does this and no one's been able to ever able okay, to give so me an answer. Me. For instance, like if sentence. I walk up to her, 
instantly she she will lie down at my feet facing me and she she has done this um, probably she's just oh she actually just hit a year old like my former uh, girlfriend the same thing it's a you know it's a, she just wants to please you so wh wh why it's uh, why it's so concerning you I, I would be concerned if that dog would pee and poop when she lay down in front of you. that oh, would be oh, you no, know that's no, happening all the time that's a missive urination concern. I was just you know I, I you know that I, I think that was the answer that you know everybody she's just um, you know she's a German Shepherd Akita mix and um At least, half, at least, at least your dog is half good, so you have a German Shepherd, so you know you shouldn't have this problem. I mean, it's a very rarely that Akita do bow. You remember like a, uh, Barack Obama did uh, to the uh, King Hussein? Yeah. I mean, this is this is the very unusual, you know, for Akita to do so because Akita on its own is the Prince Hussein. But uh, if that dog is behaving the same way toward your wife too, or just toward you? It's it's only towards me. She's uh, my, my, her and my wife are the only females in the house, and I always say that there there's always been like a uh, like a, a, a the female power struggle there. Um, oh, bitches it, fights. It, it, we call it bitches fights. Oh, yeah, I I know what you mean. It's called bitches fight. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so she, like, because I know her and my wife do not always see eye to eye at at times, and my wife Jeez. will tell you that I spoil the dog more than I spoil her. But then I tell her the dog stops barking at me when I spoil her. <laughs> you know, I'm enjoy I'm enjoying that conversation because my Russian wife she doesn't need to be authoritative. When she just looks at at my dog, my big German shopper is looking for the fifth corner of the room and can't find where. But this is her attitude. I mean, she's treating she she was trying to treat me that way, but it didn't work really well for her. But at least she's doing it to to our dog now. Yeah, Listen, now, I <laughs> regarding the relationship between two females. Yes, your wife needs to pick up the lead and establish as the being alpha female in the relationship. That could be done as the result of the solid obedience training. I would highly recommend get the collar and leash. Pinch collar would be a good idea. And uh, six foot leash. And ask your wife she doesn't need to go anywhere. She doesn't need to break the sweat. She needs to go in the environment where they have a uh, power struggling. In the backyard, front yard and uh, inside of your house. And here is the trick. Uh, no matter how I say you, you will never be able to do it unless you see it. And you can go to the... Uh, hell, could you help me where this video is? It's uh, at animalradio.com. It's just like the name of the radio show, animalradio.com. Uh-huh. And uh, where, after that, where he can go? Well, we have a link at the bottom of the page for all our videos, and you can oh, okay. see the video there. And you can yeah, see the I video. How easy, up right now. Yeah, how easy you can teach the dog follow you, just reverse direction and snap on the leash. And as a matter of fact, it was a key. You remember, Hell? It was a, it was Akita, and we asked the lady to bring for me untrained dog. And when she when she showed up with that Akita, I was about telling her, you know what? Just very calmly, just just get away and never come back with that dog. But you know, I still did it. And I think it's not because Akita is bad. Akita just remind me the cats, and I'm not a good cat trainer. You know, the Hell is a really good cat trainer, and I am not. And when if economy gonna get worse, maybe I will consider it. <laughs> But uh, they're very independent, you know. And I like to be in control. Uh, back in Russia, Vladimir Putin even in charge of the weather. If he doesn't like the weather, weather changed. But anyway, this is how he, you, your wife can do, can establish his authority over the dog. Regarding your dog coming to you and lay down nicely, I would love it. I would love it. It's just nothing wrong about this. Yeah, as long as she's not peeing. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it seems when like when, like when I'm in, you know, when I'm around uh, Nala, she, you know, she's, you know, she's the most well behaved. If I tell her to lay down, she lays down. If I tell her to go to her bed, she goes. But if my wife tells her to do something, she just looks at my wife like, "Yeah, lady, I'm not." Exactly. She asks, "Why, why your bitch is asking me?" That's what she's <laughs> thinking about, you know. And that's why your your wife needs to be alpha female of the top bitch, you know. That's why she needs to put the color unleash and show to that Akita mix who is really alpha female. Listen, my dog Mika, when she meets every female or any male, she doesn't care it's a male or female. She just first thing, first thing she's telling to every dog, she is the alpha bitch. They like it or not. And your wife needs to think and act as another dog because human pack and canine pack has the same uh, similarity. Or she will lead that dog or pick up the lead or the dog will lead. That's just a Simple as that. life. Simple yeah. as that. one 405 to connect with any one of the dream team. Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard answering your dog behavior issues. Wouldn't you know this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kimpton Hotels. If you're traveling to Washington, D.C., take your pet along and stay at a Kimpton Hotel. You ever been to D.C.? I used to live just outside of D.C. Yes, it's a beautiful area. You lived everywhere. I, well, I haven't lived there. I've traveled there. Well, if you're traveling there, check out the Kimpton. They have 12 locations, 12 locations in D.C. and in the Virginia metro area. And, of course, 50 across the U.S., all pet-friendly with zero fees and no size or weight limits. Yeah, you heard me right. Zero fees, no size or weight limits. Find out more about Kimpton Hotel's hospitality program by calling 1-888-KIMPTON. That's K-I-M-P-T-O-N. Hi, this is Shelley Morrison from Willing Grace, and I'm on Animal Radio. Please spay and neuter your pets. Please. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. <laughs> Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. Let's face it, life happens from spills to pet stains. One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains, eliminating the need for other cleaning products. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, one shot and it's gone. Safe for the environment, your pets and your family. Call 1-866-734-1120 and mention Animal Radio. That's 1-866-734-1120 or go to oneshotplus.com to get yours now. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. When Animal Radio picked America's top vet, they wanted to make sure that your animal's health came first. That's why they picked the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic. 
treating animals for over 50 years with the latest diagnostic tools in their full-service hospital, the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic always puts your pets first. Call 805-238-4622 or visit them at PasoVets.com. That's Paso, P-A-S-O, Vets.com to get the best care for your pet. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Herb Springer's Quick Release Dog Training Collar. Very humane, very gentle. Find a store near you at AnimalRadio.com. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And please, oh please, don't forget your dream team of animal experts. We have dog father Joey Villani, Dr. Debbie, Animal communicator Joy Turner, Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard. Oh, pretty well versed. There's a lot of things you can't ask us, especially Vladi. He really knows everything. <laughs> and if he doesn't, he'll make it up for you. Hey. He's, uh, you know, he studied psychology, human psychology. Mm-hmm. Go figure. You know what? I mean, I think after, after a little while sitting here with Vladi and talking to him, um, you, you need to go to a psychiatrist. Pretty um, much. That's psychology. <laughs> Toll free one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five right now. Welcome to the show, Rick. Yes, thank you very much. What's going on? Well, we have a eight year old Boston Terrier, and um, he has two pretty significant health issues. One of which we've been able to control, and the other one we have not been able to. Okay. The first uh, issue is an allergy of some sort that showed up about three years ago. And during the what we would call the allergy season, although I'm not totally convinced it's an outside kind of allergy, but we've been able to control that by the vet uh, prescribing things like prednisone and uh, another product called Atopica, which seems to okay. be a little bit stronger, and we seem to get through that pretty. We seem to get through the season pretty easily. Okay. This, pa- this past season, after taking him off Atopica, within a matter of a couple of weeks, we noticed that his anus um, pro- began to protrude and then finally looked as though it almost just turned inside out. Oh, and, okay. And so it would um, it would stay like that for hours on end, and then for whatever reason, we think it probably was a situation where he may have gone out and relieved himself or something of that nature might have occurred, but it would then go back in and would be somewhat normal. And is, when he's having this problem with that sticking out, is he having any difficulty going to the bathroom, straining, anything like that? You know, originally he didn't, but he does seem to periodically have that issue now. And it seems to be related to him being such a finicky eater. He, um, believe it or not, there's there are times where we can't get him to eat anything unless we give him uh, ground-up chicken and vegetables, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so yeah, and- um, it seems as though his his regularity improves by feeding him a stomach-friendly, granular, uh, science diet or t- typical similar product that uh, we would, you know, get at the at the pet food store. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's very picky. He doesn't eat that unless he just absolutely has no other choice. And then some days he doesn't even eat it then. So he's a very picky eater. Uh, but uh, after seems after he relieves himself, it has it, it's not prolapsed as bad as it is otherwise. And there have been periods during this time where uh, you know he's, he's obviously uncomfortable, but uh, he ma- he makes a mess during 
you know, periods of the day, every place he sits because of it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a oozing kind of uh, bloody uh, discharge that comes from it. Now, one, okay. one part of his, uh, one part of the, of the diagnosis that was made by, or lack of diagnosis, I should say, that was made by our vet was to scope uh, our, our, our dog and, he was able to see, he said, about the first eight inches and didn't find anything that was unusual until he got right to the rectum. And he said, yes, there, there is a, a fissure there. And uh, following that, he prescribed uh, a couple of creams and salves, ointments, however they might be described, which, which we applied religiously for a long period of time. And so I absolutely no change in it whatsoever. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, these, Rick, these situations are very frustrating for both the pet parent and veterinarians because there's a lot of different things that can cause this kind of prolapse. So we try to exhaust every possibility in finding a medical cause, something related to diet, uh, inflammatory bowel disease, parasites, infections, things like that, and exhaust right. that medically. So if that is done and we're satisfied that we've gone through deworming protocols and, you know, we've gone on hypo allergenic diets, um, screen for other things. And I like the idea that they scoped. You know, that's good. You know, if we're looking up there and not seeing any masses or polyps, that's right. great. Um, and then if we're kind of leaning more towards this rectal prolapse, you know, the first thing that you said when you said a Boston Terrier, for me, my eyes just lit up because a lot of the little breeds that have some of the screw tail possibilities, like the Bostons, the right. Bulldogs, even some Pugs, they can potentially have some lower spine issues where the the lower vertebrae can be misshapen, you know, kind of gives them that corkscrew little tail in some breeds. And that can, by itself, even cause some congenital problems with nerve conduction to the rectal area. So we can get that as a result of a neurologic issue, if you will, where they can kind of have a little leaky rectum. Um, it would be a little weird at this point that it come out so many years down the road, um, but it would be something that maybe encourage you to look at that spine, um, more the, the neurologic aspects of things. If that's the case, um, there's not a lot of great things to be done. Um, but some other possibilities when we're dealing with some of this rectal prolapse uh, chronically is we can uh, look at doing things that you're a little more step into the surgery direction, but in some cases doing uh, a colopexy where they kind of pull the, um, the rectum and kind of attach that to an inside uh, body wall. And that can help prevent that from sliding out. Um, so in some cases, that may be the way we remedy this situation. But as far as topical creams, usually for dogs that do this, if I don't see improvement with something similar like a Preparation H or a topical steroid, you're probably not going to find anything magical that's going to make that uh, improve just as a you know a medication route alone. What's the name um, of the surgery so- once again? A uh, colopexy, um, so kind of like a gastropexy, you know, when people get stomach stapled and intact. Um, but basically, um, the colon from the inside, we make an abdominal incision and just kind of suture and tack the colon to a side body wall. And it allows some scar tissue to form and helps to prevent that prolapsing uh, or telescoping of that tissue through the rectum. And for some dogs, that works. Other dogs, they may go on later and prolapse more material. Um, but, uh, you know, that's a thought, um, something to, especially if you're talking to surgeons, whether or not that might be a remedy um, to help your little one. The surgeon um, originally was talking about removal of his anal glands, which later, mm-hmm. as, as, as time passed, we learned was, was a bad idea because 
the uh, he had a he had a single infection, and that led them to conclude that you know maybe we ought to take his anal glands out, and you know his infections ended, and we haven't seen them come back. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Is this a, is this a surgery that could be tolerated by an eight year old Boston? You know, I, if everything else is going well, I don't see a reason not to. But it really, um, your vet on the ground would have to make that full assessment. You know, if everything else looks good, um, then I can't see a reason not to because it is a somewhat a preventative type surgery. And if it if having that prolapse come out, some dogs it really doesn't bother them. And if that's the case, I, I have a hard time making a sale of this kind of surgery. But if it's really a, a problem where it creates either medical or emotional distress for pet or parent, then then I would certainly consider that option. So. Okay. Good. L- little food for thought there so I, I hope that works out that's um you know certainly con- potentially an uncomfortable and unpleasant thing to have going on around the house so we have to place sheets every place that he's likely to to uh sit throughout the day or lay so it would be oh. something that we're quite interested in resolving the only yeah. problem of course is we don't want to do it if it's just more of the same mm. and, exactly and rick we well, wish best- you the best of luck with that Thank you so much. I appreciate the, the thought. That sounds like something we need to take a next look at. one 405 And don't you know what this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewy's. Thanks, guys. It's always great to have a sponsor of something we actually use. We, we like the stuff. Yeah. We love this stuff. Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. I know that Bogey actually eats those chicken treats. Oh, man, it's kitty hero into these guys. And when I ran out and they were looking at me like, hey, 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 you know, and held me hostage until I was able to get more. Oh, they that know this. stuff. This is the best stuff. Stella and Chewy's. They know they the sound when you things. open that jar, boy. They come they, when running. I open the jar, they come running from the other end of the house. They do. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not hard these days to find a food that they just get crazy about, but you got to make sure it's healthy, too. And that's the good stuff about Stella and Chewy's. It's natural goodness made with raw, USDA-inspected meat. It's raised naturally. There's no added hormones or antibiotics. It's pathogen-free, so you don't have to worry about salmonella or any of that stuff that you hear all these recalls about. None of that in Stella and Chewy's. In fact, it is the dog food of Lady Bugley Studio Stunt Dog. He asked us what she eats. That's the stuff right there. And I'd like to send you a sample of their dinner. I'll send you a patty. All you got to do is send us a self-addressed stamped envelope and all the uh, information, the address over at the website at animalradio.com, and I'll send that back to you. That's my daytime job during the week. <laughs> sending You're busy back those doing that all week Stella long. Stella and Chewy samples, yeah. Good a little stuff. Stella and Chewy for you, a little Stella and Chewy for the folks. A little Stella and Chewy got to share. <laughs> you know my tricks. Hey, it's good protein. Again, Vinny Penn, party animal, reflecting a bit on a few weeks back, the holidays, got into a, a, a bit of a, a bickering match with someone. A buddy of mine has got the greatest dog in the world. His name is Spaz, and it fits. But as much as Spaz is a Spaz, he's just a great dog. After you're there five minutes, and he has his three seizures and does four backflips, and he is absolutely a member of my buddy Steve's family. And yet, lo and behold, I'm over there for the holidays, and I see the stockings hung with care, because soon St. Nick would be there. No stocking for Spaz. I got into it. How could you not have a stocking? For the, he's a member of the family. Now, make no mistake. Fans of the Party animal segment know we have a little fish, Betty, and maybe I'm drawing a thin line here. We don't have a stocking for Betty. You don't get a stocking for the goldfish. I don't know. I want to... 
I mean, there are animals, you, there are pets you get stockings for, and there are pets you don't get stockings for. A dog, you get a stocking for. A cat, you get a stocking for. I don't know, from there it gets a little bit blurry. I could see maybe getting one for for the bird in the house. I don't know, maybe the hamster. But it, it got ugly over there. I mean, of course, Jack Daniels didn't help. My buddy Steve got a bit belligerent when I questioned where Spaz's uh, stocking was. The night did not end well, especially because I, it got his wife in on it. And she It was one of those awkward kind of holiday moments where she had a little too much spiked eggnog, and she's like, I've been saying the same thing. He never listens to me. See, your friend agrees with me. And all of a sudden, you're standing there like, oh, all right, then. Merry Christmas. Party animal, Vinny Penn. This is Animal Radio. Hey, this is Brian Vitillo. I play Lucas Roberts on Days of Our Lives. You're listening to Animal Radio. And please don't forget to have your pet spayed or neutered. Hi, this is Steve Garvey on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your animals. Thank you. This is an Animal Radio News Update. For Animal Radio News, I'm Lori Roberts. Kroger Pet Foods has announced a recall covering 19 states. The recalled foods are under the label of Old Geller, Pet Pride, and Kroger Value. They suspect that the foods have been contaminated with aflatoxin, which can cause illness or death. Aflatoxin is a natural toxin that comes from corn and other crops. A unique type of therapy that helps humans is now being used in pets. One veterinarian that has been using light therapy on not just facial cancer tumors but all kinds has seen an 80% success rate. Dr. Alan Hammer of North Coast Veterinary in Perry, Ohio, says the animal is given smart drugs that go right to the tumor. The therapy is not effective in large, deep, or melanoma tumors but is helpful in others, and radiation isn't required. The city of Austin, Texas, has approved an ordinance to ban the retail sales of dogs and cats at pet stores. This makes Austin the first city in Texas, and one of the few in the country, to shut off a primary channel of sales of dogs and cats produced in inhumane puppy and kitten mills with the idea to boost the adoptions for animal shelters and rescue groups. Prior to this, Austin was euthanizing about 6,000 animals a year. The financial success of large companies such as Petco and PetSmart that showcase shelter or rescue animals is a model for this concept in Austin and other cities. Legislation to regulate large-scale commercial dog breeding facilities and to protect dogs at puppy mills will be considered by the Texas legislature this year. Currently, Texas is one of the only two states in the top ten puppy mill producing areas with no oversight. Perhaps you're in the Baltimore area looking to pick up some, shall we say, extra cash. Well, Duty Calls is a company is a company that sends out employees to pick up the dog poop of their clients. And they've got one of the best names of the year. At Duty Calls, you'd be driving a company truck. And you'd be able to uh, you need to be able to lift at least fifty pounds. No word on if you get to draw straws. Who gets to go to that house? <laughs> for Animal Radio News, I'm Lori Roberts. For breaking animal news, go to AnimalRadio.com. Wow, 50 pounds. 
This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. That's a lot of poop. That's a hell of a lot of poop. <laughs> Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. one 405 to connect with anyone at the Dream Team. Just fielding a call right now about some dogs that are fighting. They didn't want to go on the air. There are three things that make the dogs fight. You're right. What are they? Uh, and, and number one is when the dog believes he's in charge. He's the boss. Oh, yeah. Number two, when the owner feels, when the owner is not the boss. <laughs> and number three, <laughs> and number three, when, uh, you know, dogs hasn't been socialized properly to another dogs from the early stage. And I've, honestly, this is the mo- most prevalent things when uh, people pick up the call and call to professionals. Can you teach an old dog new tricks? You have an old dog that's been fighting for a long time. Can you can you teach it to be good? Yes, uh, every dog can be trained, and most of them easily trained if we would know how. And uh, that's why we're here, and that's why we we're, we're taking the callers and uh, taking calls, and then try to help uh, help help our our listeners. Hey, if you want to talk to Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, normally it takes about three months to get an appointment with him. That's how blogged down he is with so much stuff to do. But today, you can talk to him toll-free. It's 1-866-405-8405. It's live radio, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we have Dan. Hey, Dan, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you all doing today? Good. Where are you? Good. I got a question for Joy uh, about... Uh, what's Joy? I can't remember last name. Uh, Turner? The, the communicator. Um, Joy, Joy Turner. Turner. Joy Turner. Oh, I'm sorry, Joy. Listen, I have, actually, it's over three animals, but my main animal is Maggie. Maggie, uh, I don't know if you can communicate with deceased animals. I can. Okay. I had her for 15 and a half years, and when I put her down, I literally died that day. It's been over uh, a year, basically July 4th was a year, and I still have not been able to get over it. And it's just like a part of me was ripped out, and I just... I mean, I know she's in a better place, but I just want to know that she knows that I did what needed to be done. You know, I need some closure on this. Okay, and tell me, is she a dog or is she a cat? She's a dog. She's a, a black lab shepherd mix, and she is magaroo roo roo She's my baby. Okay, um... Oh, she gives me such a huge sigh, Dan, and she says to tell you she loves you so much, and it so pains her that her lack of her physical body is so distressing to you. So she wants you to also know, she completely knows that you would have and did do everything humanly possible for her. She absolutely knows that is precisely how you would be in everything with her because it's how you've always been with her. And she says she has no regrets other than the fact that you're so sad. I just want to know, I mean, did she go on? I mean, I know she went on to a better place also, but did she, like, I I understand physical energy and life energy. I want to know if if what is she doing right now? I mean, is is she romping in fields? Is she going into another dog body to give somebody else as much pleasure she gave me or, or what i mean 
She says, well, she's not gone into another dog body yet because she's waiting for you to stop being so sad. She'd like to come into another body to come back and be with you some more. But she can't do that, that as long as you're so sad. How would I even be able to tell that it was her? Well, I can only tell you that everyone I know, even people that don't believe that this kind of thing exists, always knows. They look in the, their eyes and they know or they'll just have a sense. They, they just connect and they know. Your heart tells you and they always find you. Well, I appreciate that because, I mean, I, I, I mean I'm telling you, I died that day and I'm, I still haven't been able to get over it. Can I ask you a question about one other pet? How? Yes, go ahead. Okay, it's Ashley. She was the terror of the seven seas, and she was a, a brown point Siamese cat. And we had her for about four years, and when my wife and I separated, Ashley went with her, and evidently she got she either got bit or something. She died. I mean, my wife saw her in the uh, 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 hallway and, and just acting weird and then went under the bed. And then they found her like a couple of days later. I want to know what happened to her. What happened? What, what got her? She says she thinks she was poisoned. Did she, did she think by somebody in the house? Oh, no, no, no. She means an animal, bitter, that oh. was poisonous. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of because, I mean, this cat was just, I mean, she had been bitten before her paw had swollen up like, Crazy, and and she was a you know a country cat. So yeah, okay. she actually shows me a snake of some kind. I can't tell. I don't know that much about snakes, but some kind of a snake bitter. She, so she's doing okay now. She says she's marvelous. Okay, I won't take any more of your time, and I do appreciate it. And I'm really, I'm trying about Maggie. I mean, I thought I had closure, but I'm, I mean, I'm crying right now over her. Well, you you gotta hang in there because I gotta tell you, I've. And I'm just going to, this is just between you and me. It's been tougher for me to deal with pets' death than it's been for human relatives' death. Like my Uncle Louie, when he passed, eh, didn't really phase me. But when one of my childhood cats passed, it's tough. The relationships we build with them because of the unconditional love. So hang in there, man, okay? And Hal, I have I to tell you, I hear that from so many people. They feel so guilty because they love their animals differently and deeper than they do even their own human kids. Yeah. And it's so common because of what you just said. Good. Yeah. How does Uncle Louie feel about that statement that Hal, that Hal just made, though? That's what I want to know. Well, it's just between us. Not so don't, don't anyone tell Uncle Louie or yeah, anything. he's I listening. Just, well, of course. He's listening to everything. Dan, thank you so much for your call today. The, the, the Dan said that um, his, um, his pet's in a better place. And I think about when I left the house today, I can't think of my dogs being in a better place. They, when I walked out of the house, they were sitting in front of a 55-inch flat-screen television, all had their places <laughs> on the couch, and were, were sleeping as my wife was making their, um, their dinner for the week. Um, so. <laughs> so you're wondering what the better place is, is what you're yeah, saying. Huh? What's the better? If it gets much better than that. Wow. one 405 Those same numbers we're asking you to call in with your favorite place to take your dogs or cats. We're going to keep it, uh, I'm not going to be specious here at all. Where is a, a place that you like to take them? What's your favorite place? You see, the, the problem is, is if I say my favorite place, then everyone's going to go there. Oh. Yeah. And then it won't be my favorite place anymore because it'll be, just, everybody will be there with their dog. But, but you know what's good about that? It'll make you go to a new place every week. 
So you'll have a favorite, different favorite place every week. That's why I'm waiting to find out through the next few weeks what are some of your favorite places. You've got to try different places. There you go. Yeah. What's your favorite place, Joey? Where do you take your dog? New Jersey. Just Jersey. Just anywhere I, in Jersey. I take him back. I take I take him back to New Jersey. You know, that's my favorite place. Um, actually, you know, they're still getting along out here. They, they look, you know, my backyard. That's your favorite place, huh? That's my favorite place. Okay. Sanctuary. <laughs> what is your dog's favorite place, though? My dog's favorite place is the car. They, you know what? If if you even say the word car in front of them, I have three little maniacs that are running around the house <laughs> that, that, that are trying to trying to get out the door to get into the car. Well, this brand new segment on Animal Radio is brought to you by Dodge, and they make a great pet friendly car called the Journey, the Dodge Journey. And this new segment is called the Dodge Journey Pet Destination, and we'll do it in just a couple of minutes here on Animal Radio. Also, another recall. All the details coming up in just a few minutes. Dr. Debbie's answering your vet medical questions. Dog father Joey Villani here with your grooming questions. Animal communicator Joy Turner and Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. We're all here on Animal Radio, toll-free at 1-866-405-8405. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. As you all know, many, many emails. I would like to address two most common for the last few weeks, which I received. People asking me, Vladi, what the heck dog training color you are always recommending? And my answer would be Herm Springer. It's a German. Herm Springer dog training colors. Very humane, very gentle. Create a gentle grip through the neck. Imitate a doggy mama bite. Will not hurt, will not harm your pets. And this is the would be starting point of dealing with unruly pets. I highly suggest you get for your little terrorist pinch he color. Have a very bad attitude. We can keep complaining or we can take the actions. This is the only color I solely approve. They are very humane. What is the name of it? Prong color with quick release by company Herm Springer. And that's spelled H-E-R-M-S-P-R-E-N-G-E-R. And, of course, we have links at the Animal Radio website. Got it. Sometimes people are crazy. Dogs are okay. That's for sure. <laughs> Fido-Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido-Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Thank you. 
1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. And it is time for another Dodge Journey Pet Destination. This is where you share the place that you like to take your pet. Perhaps there's a dog park or a beach or a any kind of rest area that's just you like. We've had people call uh, with restaurants. We've had people call with rest areas. A place that you like to take your pet, call us and share it with us. And in return, we will give your dog or your cat or your iguana all kinds of prizes for your Dodge Journey pet destination. And of course, as I've told you before, the Dodge Journey, they won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award. And that's because of their fold-down stain-resistant seats, that chill-zone glove box cooler for the drinks, and the multiple storage options with removable, washable liners. This is great if you take your pet out a lot, and they're messy, like Mark's pet. He's, he's been visiting us for a few weeks, and they're messy pets. You want to have that washable, removable liner when you take them in the car. It's easy to see why the Dodge Journey is the best car for every member of the family, even those with tails. Which one are we going to do? Let's go to line two. Line two. Hi, who's this? Hey, my name is Steve. Hey, Steve. How are you doing? Yeah, we're good. How about you? Very good. So now, do you have a Dodge Journey pet destination, a place you like to take your pets? Oh, man, I'll tell you. uh, Belmont Park. It's outside of Foley, Alabama, and it's just really nice. But I like to go there uh, later in the afternoon because there's a lot of women there. So that, that's kind of friendly for me. Oh, so you're using <laughs> the dogs to meet women is what you're doing, yeah? Well, uh, yeah, you, yeah, okay. I use the dog to meet women. <laughs> okay, I, I understand I do the very same thing. Okay, well, we'll make that our Dodge Journey pet destination of the week in uh, Belmont Park in Foley, Alabama. And, of course, all of these over at the website at AnimalRadio.com. Hold on there a second, buddy. I have some prizes for you, okay? Uh, well, they're actually for your dog. What kind of dog all you right, got? Man, well, we'll, we'll share. Maybe, I, maybe I'll get a date out of this, too. It could happen. Um, my fingers are crossed. one 405 8405 if you want to be next week's Dodge Journey Pet Destination of the Week. Lori Roberts working on news now. Another recall in the news. This time it's all about fungus. Oh. Some kind of fungus that was growing on growing? the corn. Growing on what? Corn. Corn, corn that they the use to make the food. That's not a good thing. And it can make your dogs very ill. We'll have all the details coming up in just a minute. What are you working on? What kind of no. tip are we looking forward to today? Well, you know, being that it's been snowing all over the country, but here, I'm going to talk about what you have to do to your dog's feet as far as the pads. I mean, what pads should I clip the hair out of? What pads shouldn't I clip the hair out of to keep them nice and clean? I didn't know you, know, you had to clip the hair out. We're going to talk about that today. Here's a fact. 17,000 years ago, the first dog was domesticated from a pack of wolves. Here's another fact. The Dodge Journey is a domesticated crossover, a direct descendant of our muscle cars. The Journey recently won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award, an honor decided by humans and dogs. Was it the stain-resistant seating, the in-floor storage bins with removable and washable liners, or is it that dogs relate to this vehicle? Fido Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with anyone of the Dream Team. 
could be Joey Volani, Dr. Debbie, Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard, all here for you in this new year. Only one of us has kept our New Year's resolutions, though. Two weeks in. Oh. Yeah, only just Judy. Uh, I'm the just only Judy. one, always. And that's that's because she made, what was your New Year's resolution? Not to make any. There you go. So it's working. Pretty good so far. Yeah. Well, good. I have a friend visiting in town in just a few minutes who's from Wisconsin, where it's, uh, this time of year it's pretty cold, and we're going to meet him in just a few minutes. He's been on Animal Radio before. Living Sober Sucks is the book. His life changed when he met some dogs. And uh, the story, you know, we had a story like that two weeks ago with uh, the yeah, guy from NCIS. Jay and Fisher from NCIS. Had everything. Came out to Hollywood. Had Pink. absolutely everything. Living the life. Didn't stars, the Hollywood movies. He, he landed everything right in his lap. Became an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And then uh, dog saved his a life. dog. It's amazing what these animals will do. one 405 Let's take another one for Dr. Debbie, and we have Mike on the phone. Hey, Mike. Hi. How are you doing, Mike? Okay, driving right now. <laughs> what, where are you driving? I'm just coming into Oklahoma City. Oh, okay. Well, we got the doctor here. What's going on with your dog? I have a about a six-year-old American Spit. And she has bad breath. <laughs> what do you think she says about you? My gosh. <laughs> no, she don't. Her brother is fine. He doesn't have any problems. I got her when she was three months old. And she more or less had it since then. We've tried everything Okay. On her. What have you, you tried? Know, I, well, I've tried all kinds of dog bones. You know, they used to, uh, supposed to be for bad breath in dogs. And okay. nothing has helped her. Okay. My first and my biggest question for you is, have you had her in to have her teeth evaluated and cleaned at your veterinary office? She's going to go in when I get home. Awesome. She does have some flack on the back ones. Now, and this is one thing I know. I even bought some, um, somebody was talking about it a while ago on taking to their dogs to um, a groomer, and the groomer is doing it, which is illegal. Oh, yeah, we talked about that before. The anesthesia-free dental cleaning that got you so steamed, Dr. It did, yeah. Now, I'm not opposed to... I don't don't think that. No, and I don't think I have a problem with groomers doing teeth brushing. Brushing is different, but I think that's your job as a pet parent at home to do regular brushing. But, yeah, I'm not a fan of the uh, let your uh, hairdresser uh, clean your child's teeth thing. That's just out of my part. No, I'm not either. (laughs) But the the number... The, the number one cause of bad breath in dogs is periodontal disease. So that's why I was asking you if you had regular dental cleanings done. So any bad breath in your pet, I'm going to say lift that lip up, and I'm going to say it's most likely due to the bacteria film and the plaque products on the teeth and along the gum line. So we have to address that first. So you may throw all the yeah. dental bones at your baby and all the rinses and gels, but if we're not really getting to the core problem of that bacteria yeah. film and, and removing plaque, that's the, that's a, the bare yeah, that's bones getting to the main, vets. Main things I'm going to do when I get her home this time, because she's on the road with me all the time. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then once we get the teeth evaluated, cleaned, hopefully there's no bad teeth in there. But in many cases, in my own dog, I was fooled by this. Uh, the outer teeth looked great and then ended up, 
probing the teeth when we had him under for a teeth cleaning, and we actually had a pocket behind one of the teeth, and that was a rotten root. There was no outward sign, so we took an x-ray, found a bad tooth in my perfect mouth dog. So there can be problems that lurk under that gum line. So I, I definitely I applaud your efforts at getting your dog's teeth cleaned. And then from there, we can try things like brushing the teeth, preferably three to seven times a week would be best. Um, and then yeah. using things like rinses and uh, water additives, things like that, that might help okay. keep that mouth fresh. Yeah, that's what I found. I found some stuff that it's a gel that you put on her teeth for the plaque. Mm-hmm. And then plus some stuff that's a mint flavor in her water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I yeah. tried that for about four days, and it didn't even touch yeah. her breath. <laughs> Because that stuff on the teeth is like cement. So, yeah, that's and that's why it's hard for some of these um, ancillary products to kind of help because, yeah, we got to get the, the grossness off those teeth. And, yeah. you know, n- not everybody, like, can. if you guys could see what we pull off a dog's teeth, you'd really I, understand. And it's really some I, gross stuff. I've actually had dog's tartar chip across, and thank God I had glasses on, and almost hit my eye. We're talking yeah. really... Concrete it's, it's stuff. Hard stuff. Yeah. So, well, well, best wishes with the dental cleaning, and uh, hope they don't find anything serious. But if they, uh, hopefully, just clean things up and get you on the right path for some home care that you can do either while you're um, on the road um, or when you're settled um, into different areas. So, there's a lot of different avenues that you can do, and even some dental diets that can be helpful preventing plaque accumulation and that periodontal disease. So. Oh, we got a lot of homework you can do. <laughs> we wish you the Thank you so much best for your of call. Life, Mike. 1-866-405-8405. Hey, Vlad, how are you doing? Funny, funny things was, you know, I yesterday had one client, and it's really, really was funny case, and uh, it's, again, about relationship, you know. Uh-huh. Um, it was my copatriot from Ukrainian. Her name is Galina. And she told me the funny story. She has, she, she's married for an American man. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't get along, of course, with uh, her American mother-in-law. <laughs> and, and she was telling me, almost crying. She said, that lady constantly keep asking her if she, if she was communist. <laughs> Communist. Wow. Wow. And after that, after that, she was complaining that uh, because of her dog, her cat last year could not enjoy Christmas party and Christmas tree because her cat was sitting all evening on the upper shelf and staring at, staring at the dog and not at the Christmas tree. Wow. So I, <laughs> so that's, that's so funny. So I needed to give my compatriot advice you know how to rescue her from this evil American mother-in-law <laughs> so you know and it's again about cats and dogs relationship and you know I told her listen you know you don't want to set up the war with mother-in-law because you can lose you know you're already you're already in the cold war you don't want to get into the hot war you know <laughs> regarding your dog you know, stay be like lap with a p- in pitbull skill, uh, in pitbull skill, uh, uh, skin. skin. Get the conch toy, get some peanut butter, put it in, freeze it, and next time come to the mother-in-law home. Just give that special treat to your dog, and uh, so the dog would lick on it and not be attached to the cat. And uh, good idea. Uh, out of mind, out of heart. Hey, this is Caesar Milan. When I'm not doing the dog whisper, I'm listening to Animal Radio. Stay balanced. 
You're listening to Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405. It's Animal Radio celebrating our connection with our pets. You have your animals around. We do. Dr. Debbie's answering your vet medical questions. In fact, we'll go back to the phones in just a couple of seconds. Uh, dog father, Joey Villani, with a, a very money-saving tip again. I'm putting all these tips together. It's going to be an awesome book. Do we have to share it with him? I think we have to get his authorization. <laughs> oh. He's looking at us right now through the green room window. Shaking hey, Joey. I can't hear you. Animal communicator Joy Turner is also here today. It's sort of spiritual with her. You know, it's like, I don't necessarily always buy the whole animal communication thing. That's because you've never had a personal experience well, like that, Hal. I can talk to my cat. I can go right to my cat and talk okay. to my cat. I don't need a medium to do that. Okay, but you can't do it with an animal that's passed. No, I can't. The animal has to be present right in front of you. That's where I sort of lose. Mm-hmm. I get off the train there. Mm-hmm. I don't really get that. I, if I have a question about my animal, I want to talk to Dr. Debbie if it's, a, if it's a medical question or if it's a grooming question, dog father, Joey Villani. But I'll tell you, Joey Turner, the phone just ring off ring the off hook. the hook. Everybody wants to talk to animals. We have a lot of people that talk to animals that have passed on, want to see what you know, their thoughts, how they're doing, and if they can be reincarnated and uh, come back with them. Do you believe in this stuff, Lori? Do you get into that whole animal communication thing? Actually, I was just going to mention, I uh, we had lost a kitty once, and I suspected it was too quite coyote. It was before we started keeping our cats inside. Uh, and I actually spoke with an animal psychic, and she confirmed where and when and how. And and it was very helpful to me as far as just bringing closure and knowing right. that that's what had happened with him. So, I, yeah, I do. I totally believe it, especially when you know it's somebody who totally has that gift and isn't just, you know, a circus side act or something well, like that. I'll tell you, she's not a circus side act because she has said some no, things she to isn't. me that freak me out mm-hmm. and I don't know if someone's yeah, feeding she, her I information. Yeah, I to her. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, she, she gives an example like you're sitting there and all of a sudden like, oh, I, I forgot, I've got to feed the dog. And we think that's our thoughts, but she explains that dog is telling us and putting those thoughts in our head. You know what scares me? Is she what? says that our animals know what we're thinking all the time. you got to be careful. It's like you can't even censor what you're thinking <laughs> around them. So. Well, then my cat sends me signals to feed him ten times a day. <laughs> treats, treats, more treats. What kind of animals yes, do you yeah. have? By the way, Lori Roberts, brand new to Animal Radio, our new news director here. And hey, we really haven't hey, had a chance to, to talk here. about your animals yet. What kind of animals do you have at home? Well, I've i had dogs all my life, but uh, most recently in the past 10 years, we've had just kitties, but we raised them up like dogs. We have a, a tabby <laughs> named Brooksy, who was given to me my, by my good friend Greg Kin, the rocker. Really? Who, uh, his favorite, yeah, his favorite baseball player is Brooks Robinson, so we named him Brooksy for Greg Kin. And also, uh, we have a big 22-pound, uh, uh, they're called a um, Turkish van, Ooh. big black cat named Bogey. He's 22 pounds. And then we have a Maine Coon named Groucho with the Groucho, March must, Groucho Marx mustache. Those uh, main kids are pretty big, aren't they? No, we got a small one because he was uh, very ill when he was little, oh, okay. uh, and he never really grew to Maine Coon size. But boy, is he ever! He is he's very smart and very. He knows he's the prince, and the other one, they're two, the two Type A's in the house, and the one who could kill both of them is the is the one who's really docile, the twenty two pounder. <laughs> he's so, we say he's a black lab in a cat suit. <laughs> so it's uh, Groucho, Groucho, Bogey, and Brooksy, right? That's right. Uh huh. My three cats. Family there. Your three cats. Sounds like it should be a sitcom there. Yeah, my three cats. <laughs> 
Trust me, it could be sometimes. <laughs> Glad to have you on board, by the way. And uh, I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you. one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. In just a couple of minutes, we're going to do the Dodge Journey Pet Destination of the Week. And, uh, of course, I still won't reveal mine because I'm afraid oh, it will. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow you. I really inundated. am. Next time you go, I'm going to be following behind you. Uh, if you have or a... Just ask one of your animals. They'll know where he is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I'll get Joy to tell me where he's going with his Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no uh, ideas here. Okay. I like that. Uh, here, the ladies are teaming up against me again. Uh, we'll be doing the Dodge Journey Pet Destination. If you have a special place that you like to take your animals, uh, somewhere you'd like to share with the rest of the world, and we'll give you prizes. Valuable prizes. What kind of prizes? Help? Valuable, valuable prizes. prizes. Uh, in exchange for giving us this information and, of course, uh, being the Dodge Journey Pet Destination of the Week. That's all coming up in just a moment right here on Animal Radio. Stick around. Hi, this is Iron Chef Cat Cora on Animal Radio. Please adopt a pet. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. I am Hal Abrams. I am Judy Francis. <laughs> I'm Dr. Debbie. We're not reading off a script, honestly. <laughs> Groomer Joey Volani walking into the studio right now. Animal communicator Joey Turner via phone. Pet travel expert Susan Sims and Vladdy the world famous Russian dog wizard. We make up the dream team of Animal Radio. We celebrate our connection with our pets every weekend. We enjoy. If you join us, grab your pets, bring them around the radio right now. I think they'll enjoy it, too. At least they'll get a good nap out of it. Uh, let's hit the phones, one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Uh, great callers, like a great clients, making my day all the time, Hill. You know, I had them calling this morning just saying how much they love you. You have such an effect on everybody. Uh, you know, because I say as it is. I, and I, I mean what I say, and I do what I say, and basically I'm practicing uh, what I'm preaching about. And, you know, people have a trust to me. I come every day to my American clients' households, and I see all this drama and problems. And, you know, I tell them, listen, here's what you need to do. I'm like an ultimate doctor. Everything what I will tell you is my medication. Medication will never will never be sweet. It's going to be bitter. We have to make the changes. And little changes will not give you a big result, which you're looking for. Big changes will make the result. So let's do it. Let's get together. And once we do it together, dogs change. Listen, everyone who is listening to me right now, dogs' behavior will never change unless we change ours mm. once we change ours behavior the dog's behavior will be changed just like that hi doris how are you doing where are you calling from today i am calling from alabama well welcome to the show i have lottie the world famous russian dog wizard here what's going on with your dog hello uh two puppies out of uh a litter that we uh got uh about a year ago they were a year ago in november a year old this november and they're loud uh basset hound mixed and I've, I've let them out in the yard. They stay in a fenced-in area. But for about three or four weeks now, when they go out, they jump the fence, they crawl under it, and it's like uh, the chase is on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't ever, first a, of all, first, excuse me, what is your name again? Doris. Doris, Doris, I never believed that in Alabama people have the same accent like in Texas, but it's such a familiar, like a, the same to me, sounds like. Yes. Hope, I hope you understand my accent, too. It's a California accent. So, 
Yeah. So uh, I, I would like to re- again re-ask you. Sorry. Sometimes I need to pull just not just information what I need. People, I don't need all that irrelevant information. Where the dog pee and poop and what the jumps. Oh, I need. Yes, the, I understand. Yeah, I need a few questions. Number one, what is your just question answers? What is your dog's breed and the gender? They're males. So two males. Uh, mm-hmm. One is male and one is female, okay. and they're they're lab, basset, hound mixed. Basset, okay. Those type of the guys who just if they get uh, away, uh, they will never come back. I know those guys really well. And the uh, age? Uh, they were a year old in November. Okay. Uh, did you take them to the dog training school? No. No. So you are you assume they will uh, learn to behave on their own. Okay. And. Um, uh, well, and the problem is they like to jump on the fence and bark. That's what you're complaining about? No, they jump the fence and run away. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, I didn't even hear. I pr- could predict it, you know, like a psychic cut line for this microphone. By knowing the breeds of the dogs, I know exactly what behavior to ex- expect. If somebody calls me, for instance, I say, for instance, Labrador Retriever. You know, he say, I might have Labrador Retriever biting the people. You know, you know how hard to develop aggression in labs, but sometimes people do. It's going to be always yellow lab. And I can really describe, like, as Huskies likes to chew and pull and run away, Beagles bark, and we can keep going. But I knew the second you say, your dogs will run away and never come back. It's their breed traits. Now... How to help you? Number one, I would create bonding more between you you and your dog. That's why I would keep them a little bit more inside. And I would break the rules. I know I never let the dogs jumping on the couch and sleep in the bed, but in your situation, I probably would do it once in a while. At least I would put the crate crates next to your bed. I want to spend a lot of time with your dogs. I would. I want to. If I want to pick up the milk or vodka around the corner, I would. I would get my dogs in the car and truck, and I would driving around and pick them milk or or vodka because I want my dogs be always with me because I want to create the social bond. Dogs like a humans. People, in order to create the social bond, you need to sleep together, eat together, and work together. So I spoke about sleeping together. Eating together it's also creates social bond. So, you know, while you're eating, give your dog food and eat together. Not from the same bowl. Uh, Judy, don't look at me like that. I meant, okay. you know, I'm glad yeah, you person eating there yeah, and dogs eating there. And, uh, no, I, 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 sometimes when I say it's funny, you know, I don't try to be funny, by the way. It's just happening. It's my part of my personality. People who knows me, they know me as a very serious dog trainer. I'm getting the results when so many trainers failed. But I just bring it in the way that people would comprehend. So uh, getting back, so sleeping together when understood, eating together when understood, working together. That would, be, that would be key. I would definitely put color and leash, and I would make sure that dogs know basic obedience training. Please visit animalradio.com. We, we set up uh, the video how to teach them to follow you instead of you following them. And after that, all of that, I will give you a quick tip how to resolve your issue like aspirin for your headache. Go to the hardware store and get 25, 30 feet 
clothesline, like a rope, very thin, like a shoelace. Attach the end of that rope to the dog's collar, preferably pink collar. And the, another end attached to the, uh, to the door of the gate or something. And after that, open that gate and say, see you baby, you know, you can go, make my day. I'm gonna call you in a few minutes anyway. And you open that gate, and the dogs take off, and after you say, come baby, let's say whatever your dog's name is, Mike, come, or Bella, come, and the Bella tell you, forget your mother. And after that, Bella gonna hit the end of the rope, and correct itself, you like a fish, reel that dog back, give the kiss and hug, don't be uh, angry, because the dog still came to you, and after do it again, say, go ahead, you can make, you can, you can test the boundary, you do a few times, you win two, three battles, you will win the war, it's just simple, but don't disregard the first part, what I was t telling you about. Of course not, we're very close to our dogs, we love animals, and uh, I treat them just like part of the family. They are part of the family, aren't they? They are. They yeah. are. They are. Very, they, very are. they are. And thank you so much for having two dogs. You know, they're great pets. It's just this is little things can be resolved easily. If you just follow my guidelines, they always work in, with one stipulation. As long as, the, as, long as you work, that's going to work. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now here at Animal Radio. And this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by R.L. Arf. Arf. Roll Arf. Now you can bag the bag and can the can with meals from R.L. Arf. They're home-cooked, frozen, and shipped right to your door. Choose from a wide range of wellness and medical diets. Get this, you can even build your own meals using ingredients from their exclusive dog dinner designer. Wow, Pretty if your cool dog idea. has special needs and can't tolerate certain foods, how cool is that? R.L. Arf does the cooking for you. To get started, visit rlarf.com. That's R-L-A-R-F dot com. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. Kempton Hotels and Restaurants, the very first full-service hotel to respect and welcome pets. Kempton's hospitality program offers plush beds, designer dining bowls, pet treats, toys, along with services for dog walking and pet sitting. No restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal, as well as zero fees or pet deposits. Come stay at a Kempton Hotel whenever you travel. L.A., San Francisco, San Diego, Chicago, Dallas, and many more. Go to www.kemptonhotels.com for Kempton Hospitality. Do you have an aging pet? How about a scratchy dog or an anxious cat? The natural vet, Dr. Sean Messonnier, recommends Pet Pals Vitamins. Pet Pals formulas provide safe, affordable nutritional therapy with noticeable benefits. Pet Pals are flavored, chewable tablets that can be given as a treat or crumbled and mixed in with your pet's food. Give your pal the gift of wellness and longevity. Try Pet Pals risk-free today with our satisfaction guarantee. Go to AnimalRadio.com for your 10% off coupon now. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. 
When Animal Radio picked America's top vet, they wanted to make sure that your animal's health came first. That's why they picked the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic. Treating animals for over 50 years with the latest diagnostic tools in their full-service hospital, the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic always puts your pets first. Call 805-238-4622 or visit them at PasoVets.com. That's Paso, P-A-S-O, Vets.com to get the best care for your pet. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And don't forget your dream team of experts, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions, groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joy Turner, Susan Sims, and Vladi the world-famous Russian dog wizard, all toll-free at 1-866-405-8405. It spells nothing special. I think we figured out it spells what, Kaflugana? Kaflugana, yeah, something like that. <laughs> it's just much easier to remember the number. And which I'm finally doing after 10 years. I know. You're getting it right, Al. Taking down the the memory game right, huh? Uh, I used to have so much fun with him with that phone number. He couldn't remember it. I would take the sign down and he'd be lost. Well, they finally decided after 10 years to take the sign down. So if I mess up the number, you know why. Listen, uh, some big news. Lori Roberts working on this Rhodesian Ridgeback in Germany who's given birth to 17 puppies. Wow. What is the usual litter there on a Rhodesian Ridgeback? I'd have to say probably eight between uh, eight and ten would probably be the norm. I've had some litters of large breed dogs get up around 15, Mm. and it's so taxing on the mom. It really does drive a lot of milk needs, and and they really get worn out, and you you can imagine cranky at times. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Now, how do they do that? Because isn't there only six nipples for feeding time? Well, they have ample nipples, so they kind of rotate through, but you know what? When we have large litters like this, we actually do have to often supplement the the nursing for the the babies because it really just the drive to produce all that milk can really wear down the moms they can lose a lot of weight and it could even cause some calcium problems so so we do try to help them out when they're we're dealing with such a big litter like that yeah that's uh that's an amazing litter we have pictures up over at the website they're cute cute little dogs and would you believe another recall another (gasps) recall in the news and this time uh, affecting kroger pet food some Food for Less stores and a handful of other stores with the Pet Pride uh, label, the Kroger value, and the old yellow label foods. And they, I guess it's a fungus of some. It's called aflatoxin. Is that correct, Doc? Aflatoxin, yeah. It's kind of the byproduct of different funguses that can grow in the actual crops that are involved with making of the feed, whether it's the corn, the peanuts, what have you. So, yeah, it actually can grow and lead to problems of liver failure in animals. And that might be vomiting, not eating, bloody diarrhea, weakness, all those kind of signs. And uh, it's something to, to really be on the watch if, if your pet is uh, ingesting these foods. Um, we need to get pets treated promptly and uh, be very watchful for any of these type of uh, signs. Okay, all the details coming up in just a few minutes with Lori Roberts of these two stories. And and she's she's got the news door closed today. She has a little cold, and we've asked her to close the door so that we don't get the cold, although I'm sure we will. And I want my sanitation, now the little wipey things, to wipe down things. Here, you want some Purell? I have some Purell yes, here. Yes, thank you. <laughs> put this all over the microphone all day long. And of course, you know, you got to have some kind of resistance to these things. I understand that people that over Purell actually actually don't have a resistance to some diseases. 
Yeah, well, you can actually overdo it. So using those alcohol-based disinfectants, they can actually dry out your skin, make it more likely that those kind of organisms can find a dry, cracked skin and uh, penetrate. Yeah, so I'm a germaphobe at times. i got to admit it. But, uh, you know, I think people with kids, they're the greatest sick people out there. My <laughs> gosh. Very good. We learned so much on this show here. Uh, Dr. Debbie, very multi-talented, multi, very versatile. Not she, you know, sometimes she helps me with my human problems. But we really want you to call about your dog or cat or iguana or fish or flamingo problems. Yeah, yeah, flamingos that come in. Flamingo? There. How'd you I, throw that one in there? I just didn't know. I just one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five right now. Hey, Charles. Hey, how's it going? Good. You're up to bat. What's going on? Um. Well. Um. Uh, last week. Uh, uh. Last Saturday, my six and a half year old mastiff. I came back from an overnight stay. And uh, he was uh, in the backyard, uh, the big fence-in yard, all jumping around, happy to see me. I let him out, and he does his usual run out and run around a little bit. And then uh, uh, all of a sudden, his uh, back legs kind of gave out a little bit, and uh, his hair came back up on his on his back, and and his front legs got kind of fussy or, or kind of give away a little bit. Then he laid down right in front of me and ran to me as as he could, ran to me, and within a minute, he was freaking dead. Holy and uh, I, I, he's six and a half years old, and uh, I, I didn't feed him very many table scraps from the from the. And I was just wondering what what could have possibly happened. What do you think, Doctor Debbie? Well, you know, I, I'm so sorry to hear that news. That's, I mean, tragic in any situation, but so suddenly. Now, has he was he showing any problems prior to this? Anything going on? Not eating? Any health issues at all? Um, throughout his life, twice he had uh, his uh, balls would swell up, um, and he had to get uh, some antibiotics to get him fixed. Uh, or, okay. Or to, and, and I don't know what the, the the problem was with that. But what happened was uh, about eight months ago, I had him fixed because I I was afraid it might happen to him again. He, he got he gained a little weight, and then um, he started losing a little weight. But he, he he had white hair. His black face started to turn white, like an older dog, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I I don't know you know um, I just okay. it just got me in um, but the lifespan of a mastiff I, I read some places in the on the internet were six to eight or ten I don't know and uh, yeah. I, I don't know yeah. what I did wrong or what do you think happened to my dog. Well, I mean, it, it, it may be all speculation as far as what I might say, but in a in a dog of that age, in a giant breed dog, that is a actually a full lifespan. Um, six to eight, I'd say, is typical. I occasionally see some giant breeds ten and older, um, but we know that we just get cheated with these breeds because they don't live as long as those little yappity um, chihuahuas and the small breeds. Um, longevity is the smaller the creature, they usually, at least in the dog world, the, usually they last longer and they live longer than the giant breeds. Um, the number one thing I think of when we have a sudden death in a giant breed dog without any other kind of signs leading up, but the first thing I would look at would be the heart um, because that's going to be my first um, thought of a very sudden type passing. Um, but, you know, there, there certainly could be other things along that along in there as far as other types of organ dysfunction or even a toxicity. But I'd have to say, number one, I, I would think that um, he could have had some kind of abnormal rhythm or some underlying heart issue that uh, presented itself. Um, but, but like, without, uh, what, happened John, what happened to John Ritter? Remember John Ritter? The He died really quick from his aorta exploding. Do you think it was something like that or... 
Well, that would be a little unusual for a dog, but um, if we're talking about um, heart rhythms, kind of like people who have sudden cardiac arrest, you know, a guy who's out skiing in the fittest part of his life, and there's an abnormal rhythm that the heart can throw. Um, so that might be the case. Um, could be actually some kind of organic heart disease, so something else structurally that was wrong. And and I'm totally speculating, because really the only way we could know is if we had an autopsy done, or what we call a necropsy in um, animals. And that's, you know, really where we do an examination, uh, and we and we look to see internally what uh, potential changes might have happened. But that would be at least my, my first thought for you. And um, I guess the good thing is that he didn't suffer. It sounds like he went very quickly. And uh, you were nearby, well, so... Two, you think he had a, a full life for the most part. And number two, I you don't think I really did anything wrong. I tried my best to... And he was a very happy dog. Yeah, no. I, you know, I think you, you, you did get, unfortunately, the shorter end of the giant breed longevity. Um, so I don't think you did anything wrong. Um, you know, and some people with Great Danes and the large breeds at that age, you know, we, we do feel fortunate. Um, we'd love to squeak out a couple more years. Um, but I think really, you know... I would not feel bad. Um, I would take comfort that he was with you and that you did provide very well for him. That's a long life for the breed there. It's ironic that the yappy ones live longer, isn't it? Yeah, something about the orneriness, I think, with the little ones. uh, You know, they they just have that that little feistiness that they uh, seem to have... uh, little more lease on life, I guess. <laughs> it's sort of the same around here. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Which one are we going to? I know... We're we... to line two. Okay. Hi, Cindy. How are you? Oh, good. How are you? Very good. Where are you today? Well, we're heading to the Outer Banks. Oh, sounds beautiful. For vacation? Yes. We're taking our dogs, and they're going to go... For... They're going on vacation. i got to say, I'm jealous of your dogs. I, I wish I was... <laughs> I wish I was them. Where are you going in particular? Um, to Corolla. Corolla. Now, do you always take the dogs over there? Yes. Uh-huh. Is, do they like yeah. it? Is it like a special place for them? Well, no. They just like, you know, there's a house on the beach, and they allow dogs. And um, they just romp in the ocean and run around the beach and act like Indians. Oh, sounds like fun. Well, I understand you called to speak to uh, animal communicator Joy Turner. Is that correct? Yes, I did. Then why am I wasting your time here? She's right here. Hi, Cindy. Oh. Hi, Joy. How are you? Marvelous. And who would you like to talk to? I would like to speak with you. Um, I We used to have this wonderful golden retriever. His name was Bentley. And he was absolutely the most marvelous dog. And he passed away around 2003. And shortly after he passed away... Um, well, not shortly after, but thereafter, we had gotten a Chesapeake Bay Retriever. And, I, one, I wanted to know if, you know, if Bentley was okay. Or, and, two, I wanted to know if he actually came back into the soul of this Chessie. And Chessie is the name of the other dog? Her name is Lucy. Lucy? Mm-hmm. Okay. First of all, Bentley was just... So ever very anxious, you can imagine typical Goldman, to be able to speak with you and say hello and let you know that, yes, everything was fine. He, As soon as he crossed over, he was wonderful. So he hopes that you have no regrets or no remorse about anything in his life as Bentley. And he says, has he come back to you? He thinks if you look in Lucy's eyes, you'll be able to answer that question. Aww. 
Uh, I, I actually do see his soul yes. through her. Yes. I do. And he wants to tell everyone that might be listening that that's always the way you know. You can look in their eyes and you'll always know if it's someone that's been with you before. Oh. When he passed, when he crossed over, was he with my mother for a while? He said he still is, actually. The Bentley part of him still is with her. He is. Mm-hmm. You know, that part but of him doesn't ever go away, even though they, their soul reincarnates as another. Oh, okay. Okay, well, thank you so much. Thank you for your call, Cindy. one 405 to talk to any one of the Dream Team, including Joy Turner. The big show today, uh, we have another, get this, Joey, you're not going to believe it, a recall. Another recall really? in the news. I know that's hard to believe, but we've gone like... Should I be surprised? Yeah. yeah. Three weeks without one. This one affecting Kroger Pet Foods and uh, some uh, Food for Less stores and a handful of other stores. And the Pet Pride brand food. And Lori Roberts will be reporting about that in just a couple of minutes also. Uh, did you hear about the 17 puppies? Big deal. Rookies and Ridgeback giving birth to 17 puppies. In 20 sec- 26 wow. hours' time? Yeah, 26 hours of labor. That beats wow. me with my kids. Yeah. What was your labor? You were... Uh, five hours. Five hours? In yeah. and out. In yeah. and out of the oh, hospital, yeah. just like itself. that. Yeah. Yeah, but you didn't have you didn't have 17 kids. No, I didn't have litters. I only had one at a time. I understand Lori's going to be reporting about that in just a couple of minutes, and you have a follow-up to that. Yeah, I do. Okay. I heard some late, late-breaking news on the 17 puppies. Okay, we're going to go to the phones next. 1-866-405-8405. It's toll-free from anywhere. This is an Animal Radio News Update. For Animal Radio News, I'm Lori Roberts. A Rhodesian Ridgeback dog in Germany has given birth to 17 puppies. It took Elena 26 hours to give birth to all her puppies. Her first litter about a year or so ago was eight. Her owner, Ramona Wegman, took part in the entire process and spent four weeks bottle feeding the pups as their mom couldn't keep up with the demand. And Ramona did this at least five times a day. Miss Wegman took time off from her job as an animal psychiatrist, and her husband took as much vacation time as he could to help care for the eight female and nine male puppies, whose names all begin with the letter B. The Wegmans say they hope to get $1,300 for each of the dogs and will only let families with children have them, not breeders. It's not just retired people that head south for the winter. The Louisiana Purchase Gardens and Zoo recently welcomed a truckload of animals from the African Safari Wildlife Park from Port Clinton, Ohio. The animals include white colobus monkeys, ocelots, lemurs, griffin vultures, African pelicans, painted storks, crowned cranes, aldabra tortoises, and one of the largest tortoise species in the world, uh, that's the aldabra tortoise, plus they welcomed some capybara, the world's largest rodent, that can get up to 140 pounds. Louisiana Anna Zoo is hoping to increase their winter attendance before they send the other animals back to Ohio for the summertime. Looking to join the many who are not comfortable with flying their pets in the cargo bin of airlines? Well, you're not alone. The U.S. Department of Transportation reports that a dozen animals died during flights in the first 10 months of 2010. Some carriers allow small pets in the main cabin, but depending on weather and breed, most ride in the cargo area. Enter Pet Airways, which just added Mesa, Arizona as its sixth hub. More than 2 million pets a year travel in the cargo holds of commercial planes, but Pet Airways puts 
puts the animals in the cabin. They're in crates, but they are in the cabin, which is just for pets. Earlier in 2010, seven puppies died after flying in the cargo hold of a commercial liner from Tulsa, Oklahoma to Chicago. Fet Air was founded by two people whose Jack Russell Terrier had a very bad experience flying in the cargo hold of a commercial liner. And Pet Air has been flying animals for over 18 months. For Animal Radio News, I'm Lori Roberts. For breaking animal news, go to AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Animal Radio is brought to you by... One Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew, One Shot, and it's gone. Call 1-866-734-1120 or go to OneShotPlus.com to get yours now. Hi, this is Clive Pierce from HGTV. You're listening to Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And please don't forget about our dream team of experts, Dr. Debbie White answering your vet medical questions, groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Jory Turner, our pet travel expert Susan Sims, and of course, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, all available for you right now at your beck and call. It's toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. Lori, you, you look a little ill today. Yeah, you don't. Sorry, I have a I have a bit of a cold. Just you know, just enough to be annoying, but not enough to flatten you out. You know, one of those. Poor Lori Roberts. She has her own (laughs) news booth, and today we're keeping the door closed because we don't we don't want to get sick. And you're using the Lysol things to open the doors and stuff. I know. Yeah, all the microphones and everything. Smart move. (laughs) Yeah. Let's hit the phones right now. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Well, hi, Joanne. Hello. How are you today? I'm fine. How are you? Very good. Where are you? Uh, we are in Alabama. In Alabama. We drive a truck. You do? Yeah. Okay. Do you travel with your pet? We do. Okay. Is everything okay? I have the doctor here. I understand you wanted to talk to the doc. Well, hi. It's yeah. Dr. Debbie. Hey, how are you? Super. What do you got going on there, Joanne? Okay. Let's see. Where do I start? He's 15 years old. It's a mini Stouser. Um, we've had him since he was six weeks old. Uh, okay. He's always had the same bed up until this year. Our old bed uh, retired. So he's got a new doctor. Um, he's got a lot of problems. Um, he can't see. He, he's blind uh, from cataracts. Okay. Um, he can't hear. He's almost deaf, completely deaf. Um He's got arthritis really, really bad in his hips, and he's lost most of his muscle tone in his back hips. Uh-huh. Um, he looks like a skeleton. I, I mean, you know, he really does. You can see oh, his dear. rib cage, and, you know, his little body just goes back. You know, it just, you know. Um, when is enough enough? I, you know, I... I but otherwise, he's in good he's in good shape. Um, okay. Except you know for those problems, you know his heart's okay. good, his lungs are good. We have he goes to the uh, vet every two months now, you know uh, to just be checked out. Um, okay. I don't know if he's miserable. I don't you know uh, he stumbles into everything. He walks into walls. Uh, he's fallen out of the truck. Uh, three times. 
So oh, we have dear. to be careful, you know, about putting him, you know, closing the door and things like that. He's falling down our steps at our house three times. So we oh, make sure, you know, he can't, you know, uh, we put something up so he can't get past that. Um, he's just, you know, he when he walks, it's like his little hind legs just don't want to move. Okay. Sometimes. And- and you say you go to the vet frequently. It, now, are you currently giving some therapy to him? Is he receiving any medicines or treatments to help him with any yes. of his conditions? Well, he was on Remadol up until the new vet decided to take him off of it, and he's on Rejuvenate now. Okay. And then he takes um, another medication. Um, it's it's for his bladder control. Uh, okay. When he goes to the bathroom... He doesn't. He he doesn't. You know, get it all out. He you know, he we leave a little bit here and we leave a little bit there. You know, and he he, he never empties his bladder. Okay. So they got him on this medication for that. Um, he um, he, you know, I, I I just don't know. You know, he sometimes he acts so miserable, and of course I would be too. You know, if I couldn't see, he's gotten sure. very aggressive, and he has okay. never been an aggressive dog ever okay all right well i I think you've mentioned a couple points that that i definitely wanted to address when we're talking about an older pet or a pet that has a lot of medical issues on their plate um you know I, i i always go back to looking at the quality of their daily life and i almost like to envision a visual calendar in front of me um for a matter of weeks or even a month at a time and and to really look at that calendar in our minds or even on paper and say how do i rate this day of his quality of his life and if we're addressing things and and as you are uh trying to treat the current problems that are there to the best of your ability and we're not making that a good day and that good day is not repeating throughout that month if we're having overwhelmingly rated bad days that's where i really start to talk about okay you know everything's going along we're we're doing okay but are we enjoying life and that i think is one of the biggest points that we it's hard to know um you know we'd like to ask our pets you know can are you having a good time you know do you mind not seeing cuz a lot of pets can get along without hearing and out seeing um and they can do just fine that isn't always a handicap for me that really brings that conversation of euthanasia but the difficulty getting around the wasting of their body condition, and and really looking to see if they're responding to the humans in the home like they used to. If if they're not, and there's a change in behavior or an increase in aggression, for me that has me concerned that the the quality isn't there, um, and that uh, you know they may not be potentially enjoying things as much as we'd like them to. Um, and then that as a veterinarian that causes me to put pressure on me and say, okay, now are, are, is there something we can change in the mix of things? Is there some regimen that we can alter to help his comfort level? And if we can, you know, I encourage someone to pursue that. But if we're getting to the point where no matter what uh, the medical minds are recommending, if we're not seeing improvement, you know, then then I think it is our duty and responsibility as uh, the loving parent to say, you've given us a great run of it. Um, you know, you've been with us, um, a devoted companion. Um, that's how I feel um, I can give back to my pets. Um, for all the good times they gave me. And it is a difficult call. 
Um, but when a pet does become into that almost terminally ill category, I, I think that um, I always like to think if I were in that position, um, and I have a whole different opinion on human euthanasia out there than, you know, human physicians will probably want to hear from me. But I do feel that is a great um, gift we can give them when they are failing. Well, so that, I don't... you know, that, that's sort of, you know, the way I feel. And, you know, my husband says I'm selfish because he's been with us. You know, he's like our youngin'. But, um, you know, here lately, it's just, you know, he's just, he almost acts miserable. Mm-hmm. You know, he he uh, has gotten to where, you know, you have to hold him when he squats to use the bathroom. You know, because mm-hmm. his little legs won't hold him up. Mm-hmm. Sure. And, so, and there's always know, different there's different degrees of what I would call hospice care for pets. And I'm not opposed to that if a pet has a continence problem. But comfort. Comfort has to be there and there has to be some enjoyment for their days. And and I would really say those things I would have you look inside um, you know, your life and his life and see if those are lacking the greater proportion of the day then I open my heart to the possibility of a humane euthanasia. Um, in many cases, it's not the right time. Um, from what you're describing, I would say that conversation should definitely be on the forefront. Um, and, uh, you know, I know it's always a hard hard thing. Very tough. But I would en- encourage you to, um, you know, soul search and, you know, do what's right for, for your baby there. Joanne, thank you for your call. We wish you the best of luck, all of our love. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest by providing the latest news, information, and products for health, wellness, comfort, and mobility. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need from vitamins and supplements to diapers, boots, and accessories that'll make their senior years more comfortable, all at the lowest prices available. Thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. As you all know, many, many emails. I would like to address two most common for the last few weeks, which I received. People asking me, Vladi, what the heck dog training color you are always recommending? And my answer would be Herm Springer. It's a German. Herm Springer dog training colors. Very humane, very gentle. Create a gentle grip through the neck. Imitate a doggy mama bite. Will not hurt, will not harm your pets. And this is the would be starting point of dealing with unruly pets. I highly suggest you get for your little terrorist pinch he does color. Have a very bad attitude. We can keep complaining or we can take the actions. This is the only color I solely approve. They are very humane. What is the name of it? Prong color with quick release by company Herm Springer. And that's spelled H-E-R-M-S-P-R-E-N-G-E-R. And, of course, we have links at the Animal Radio website. Got it. Sometimes people are crazy. Dogs are okay. That's for sure. <laughs> 
We get lots of food samples here at Animal Radio, so we can be picky about selecting a healthy food. If you're a regular listener, you know Ladybug is one finicky diva. When we got a sample of Stella and Chewy's, the healthy ingredients were there, but would she eat it? I'm here to tell you she ate it as fast as we put it down and begged for more. We feel good about feeding our dog Stella and Chewy's, and we want you to try Stella and Chewy's too. Visit StellaandChewy's.com or call 888-477-8977. That's 888-477-8977. You're listening to Animal Radio. This could only mean one thing, right? Time. We've got to dim the lights every time Joey enters the studio. He also demands that we burn a certain incense. Yes. What is that? Is that patchouli? That's, um, yes, that's, that's, that's patchouli with a, with a little bit of sage in it. <laughs> You can still get 25% off your entire purchase at SeniorPetProducts.com. Now's the time to help your older pets and get a huge discount at the same time from beds to supplements, stairs to grooming aids. You'll find more than just great stuff for your furry friend. Be sure to look for the Animal Radio logo and put your promotional code RADIOSPP in. As in Senior Pet Products, RADIOSPP. Do that before you start your shopping. You'll get 25% off your entire order. We thank Senior Pet Products for bringing Joey Volani to Animal Radio. In his eyes. And I thank them, too. What do we got going on today? Well, you know what? Being that it's snowing all over the country, um, we, I want to talk about what you have to do to your dog's feet because there definitely is preparation wait, that wait. you have to do to your dog. You have to do something to your dog's feet? For winter? Well, you, you know what happens is, is the pads of their feet, the hair grows. And on some dogs, you don't have to worry about it at all. But on, on, on a lot of other dogs, you have to make sure that the hair is, is clipped out. Dogs that have... A um, a undetermined hair length. Now you're going to say, "What the hell's an undetermined hair length?" But I'm going to tell you. So there you go. Dogs who have coat that constantly grows, like Maltese's, Afghans, Shih Tzus, Lhasas, they they have a hair length that if you didn't cut it, it would just keep growing. Um, and if you didn't brush it, it would not. Well, the same thing happens all over the dog. So the hair and the pads between the pads of their feet will grow long as well. Two things will happen. Number one, it'll either mat up, or number two, it becomes a giant sponge and, and just absorb everything. Mm. So when the dogs go out into the snow and they pick up um, the salt, they pick up the sand and everything that gets trapped in there, what's going to happen now, it's going to irritate them real bad. And you're going to have dogs that are chewing on their feet, and it's going to be uncomfortable. Once that dries and that knots up, it's the equivalent of you walking with a rock in your shoe. Mm. So it's very uncomfortable. So for those breeds of dogs, what you're going to have to do is remove that. Now, there's two ways you can do it. Number one, you can just go to your professional groomer and have it done. Or number two, you can go to the um, pet store and get one of those. All you need is one of those cheap pair of clippers, um, which has a standard number 10 blade on it. Now, a number 10 blade will Mm. cut... Almost to the skin, but not too close where it's not going to irritate. And you can go in, it's very safe. You can go in there. Matter of fact, they even sell little trimmers that are very, like, they cost like $10, $15 that you could do it with. You go in the pad of their feet, and um, you'll scoop all that hair out and get it nice and clean. Dogs you don't have to worry about are short-haired dogs where the hair grows to a certain length. You don't have to worry about Or northern breeds like Chow Chows, Samoyeds. 
um, Siberian Huskies, Malamutes. They're made for, but what you do have to check is you just have to, you know, run your finger in there, make sure there's no salt or sand that, that gets caught up in there, and just, um, you know, fluff it out, and it'll come right out. And that's all you have to do, and if you do that, you're going to have a pet that has a very, very happy and healthy foot life. Just like the coach of the Jets, okay? You know, he has that foot fetish. I don't know if you heard that. Well, you can take care of your dogs now. All these tips over at the website, animalradio.com. And, of course, we thank Senior Pet Products for making you possible. You weren't possible before Senior Pet Products. You knew that, right? No, I, was, I, no, I, I wasn't. I was impossible. This is Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And welcome. Don't forget your dream team, Dr. Debbie, answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani with your grooming questions. Animal communicator Joey Turn. Pet travel expert Susan Sims and Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. All here at your beck and call. It's toll free. 1-866-405-8405. And Joey Lonnie just walking into the studio with his brand new Uggs. Black. Black Aren't Uggs. They, nice? and they are very they nice. They look really sharp. You know what you I like think? These? I'm yeah. going to say they look slimming on you. Everything that you wear makes you slimmer, looks slimmer. Does black naturally do that? That's because they're that's because they're black. That's why I only wear black. But let me ask you, as a female, do you want your feet to look small? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I never <laughs> thought about that. that. Maybe you no, want them to look bigger. I never... Yeah, maybe you should lighten up those boots, Joey. That's something to think about. He's speechless. <laughs> I, kind of... I, no, didn't where... I didn't really, no. think I didn't about really that. know where the mind was going just then. That's <laughs> it's, right. It's always the lowest, lowest common denominator. Give me a pair of white Uggs. <laughs> <laughs> I want to stop down and visit with somebody for... For a minute, brand new book out called Lessons from Stanley the Cat. We have Dr. Jennifer Freed joining us. Hi, Doc. How are you doing? Meow. I'm great. How are you? Good. You're in Santa Barbara? <laughs> yes, I'm in Santa Barbara. Beautiful Santa Barbara. We love oh, that. Oh, I'm jealous. Lessons from Stanley the Cat. Obviously, you've done a lot of research to put this book together. Is this something that you researched with one cat or uh, a lifetime of cats? Is it just Stanley's? Well, it's a lifetime with one particular amazing cat named Stanley, who I had the fortune of knowing as my beloved cat for 19 years. Wow. And I am a psychotherapist and a professor of psychology, so I translated this incredible feline wisdom into psychological tips for adults and young adults in this book, Lessons from Stanley the Cat. Now, one of them I'm already practicing, never let people know how fast you are, appear slow in all things, and less is expected of yeah, you. That, I've, that's I've, you, That's Hal. my motto. Yeah, well, Stanley particularly showed us that because whenever I'd want him to do anything, he would act as if he had all the time in the world, and thus we got quite accustomed to serving him. Mm, mm. Oh, there you go. I always joke that my cat knows more keyboard shortcuts than I do. Your cat's always walking across the keyboard? Yeah, he's always walking across my keyboard. So is he trying to tell me something? I've decided that cats in particular really don't like technology or even literature because whenever I was reading or on the computer, (laughs) Uh Stanley would make sure to get my attention and basically say, what are you wasting your time with that stuff for when you could be petting me? Petting me, exactly. Is that what what the cat wants when they sit in front of your monitor? Uh And they block it so you can't see it? Yeah, I mean, you know, come on. In their perspective, we are really just looking at abstract things when we could be in touch with something animated. Ours get in the way when we're running for the phone. Yeah. They hear the phone ringing and they know we're 
guy we got to go we're trying to go get to the phone and they stand in the way it's another thing they're just trying to interrupt you because you could be petting them you're right what kind of tips more tips can i learn from stanley well stanley would say you should try to get involved with something like meditation or yoga because even if you're horrible at it just being in the presence of people that are good at it will calm you down and help you have less stress in your life he showed me that because when I was trying to do yoga and I was uh-huh. really horrible at it, he would stand by and try a few positions himself, but he was always purring. He was always enjoying the idea that we could calm down. I like the purr. I wish we could purr. Yeah, I think we yeah. do in our own way. Mmm, yeah, do more of that. But I think cats are particularly good at it. The other thing he says is jumping daily improves circulation and flexibility. And what he did is he would be leaping onto counters even when he was older and even if he missed because basically when we get really sedentary and then we're not moving our bodies as much, we don't feel as good. So even if you just jump and hop on your feet every day, you're going to be a lot happier. This is a good book to start your new year out with. Lessons from Stanley the Cat. I have 10 copies to give away right now. 1-866-405-8405. If you're not lucky enough to get through, you know the you know the drill. Head on over to the website at Amazon.com or Borders or Barnes & Noble or head into your local bookstore. If they don't have it, they can order it for you. Lessons from Stanley the Cat by Dr. Jennifer Freed. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Check out the website, www.jenniferfreed.com. 1-866-405-8405. Oh, it's Bill. Hey, Bill. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you doing, man? Um, well, you know, I'm a little worried about you. I hear... Well, let me bring the, the audience up to date. You called a few weeks back. You wanted animal communicator Joy Turner to talk to your animals to find out if your wife uh, was fooling around while you were off at work. And unfortunately, unfortunately, she she was fooling around. The dog said she wasn't. Yeah, the dogs kind of sided with her. But yeah. uh, yeah, she was telling me that, that um, they were probably trying to protect my feelings, which I think my ex-wife was trying. Um, I guess she's still my wife. We're trying to do too. I think she was trying to protect my feelings at first there a little bit. So she wanted to stay in the house. Uh-huh. Oh, you split up, and she wanted to stay in the house. Okay. Well, I don't really want to leave the house. I'm like, well, you know, give me my half of the equity in the house, and okay. She said, well, how much is it? I said, well, Saturday, it's about $8,000. Okay. I'm going to translate for those that don't understand the uh, teacher from the Peanuts cartoon. It's it's hard to hear. Uh, Apparently, you got a settlement or something. Uh, You get uh, $8,000. Is that correct? No, his wife is keeping the house. She has to give him his share of the equity, which is about $8,000. Okay, gotcha. She said, what are you going to do with the money? I said, well, I'm thinking about either buying a truck or a, or a motorcycle and kind of leaning toward a motorcycle because it'll help me get over you. She sure. said, a couple uh-huh. of days later, she called me back. She said, well, Bill said, oh, Bill is her boyfriend's name also? Oh, no. Oh, Bill, Bill she, okay, it's her boyfriend that she probably was fooling around on you. She with, well, yeah, she okay. didn't have to worry about messing up the names. Yeah, sure. He looks like me, too. He looks Ooh. like you, too. But he does something different, apparently, but go on. She said, you could come over to his house and just pick out a motorcycle. I'm like, what? Go over to so, his house, her boyfriend's house, and pick out a motorcycle. Yeah, he has three. I could come over and pick out one. And he, he's okay with this? I have the motorcycle in my possession now. <laughs> so he basically traded you a, uh, a Harley Softail. He traded his Harley Softail for your wife, huh? And the house. And the house. And the house. <laughs> and the house. Well, how are you feeling about that? Do you think it was a good trade? Well, I, everybody's telling me I got the better end of the deal. 
Yeah, you know what you need? You need to get yourself a dog and put him on the back of the Harley there. Okay, I do. I do. Thanks for your call today. Okay, we're done. Thank you. we got to get out of here. Remember, you can email us all week long at yourvoiceatanimalradio.com or call us. We have a voicemail attached to one 405 8405 Bring my gun, my dog, my truck, my dog, my Talk soon. Take care. All right, Bye. guys. Okay. Have a good one. Take care. Bye. Bye. This is Animal Radio Network.